the beginning of the YouTube live stream cut out last week. Hopefully it's not doing that right now. Okay, let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. Alright everyone, what's going on? Frankie D here and I am starting up the Frankie D Show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Alright, kind of like I said uh, there in the beginning, last week, you know, if you're if you were listening live on YouTube, then the first, like, I don't know, three seconds cut out when I say Happy Halloween. So, for those of you people that didn't hear that, uh, happy Halloween. If you listen to me on the apps, you know, Apple, Spotify, any of those, you got to hear it because, you know, I was recording it. Uh, but in terms of the live people, it really ticks me off that it does that. I tried waiting like an extra second or two to tr- to start talking to be like, all right, maybe it's like not live yet, whatever. So, you know, I waited an extra second, then started talking, but I guess we will have to see at the end. I will see at the end if um, it cut my beginning off again. If it did, I really have no clue. I, I'm sorry, people that like wait there. They wait for that beginning, and then they're like, wait, why did he just start playing the music or something? I don't know. Um, all right, I will do some plugs right now. If you uh, are listening to The Frankie D Show on YouTube Live, make sure you subscribe to The Frankie D Show. Ding the bell. Give me a thumbs up. Smash the subscribe button. I don't know. Whatever you got to do, just do on YouTube so you, you can make sure you could keep listening to me. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or Podbean or I don't even know where, Amazon, wherever the hell you're listening to the actual recorded podcast, make sure you subscribe to me on there and keep listening. I do appreciate it, people. And... If you uh, want to follow me on social media, at the Frankie D Show for Twitter and Instagram. So all you have to remember is the Frankie D Show, and you will be able to find me on any of those platforms I just named. I I already saw we have a a chat here, so I just want to take a quick look since I'm just starting off. I see Eric Kirk said, happy TGIF, Frankie. Well, happy Friday to you too, Eric Kirk. Love seeing you around here, Eric. All right, I have like no information on this. No one really has any information on this. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring it up, really. Um, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. I know everyone's talking about this. I'm really not gonna go too much into this. Like I said, I don't have really any information, and it's really not something worth going too into. But I've, it's worth bringing up, I guess, for a quick second. Uh, apparently, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson could possibly be dating. I kind of think it's for publicity. It's funny. There's a lot of people that are like, they're definitely dating 100%. They were holding hands and it's like, yeah, that doesn't mean shit. The fuck's the matter with you people? Oh, people are holding hands. That definitely can't be a publicity stunt. And then there's other people that are like, nope, I definitely don't believe that at all. Fuck that. It 100% a publicity stunt. Do they think we're fucking stupid? And then I guess there's like kind of me where 
I'm definitely towards the end of a definitely a publicity stunt. I really don't believe that Kim Kardashian's dating Pete Davidson. The only thing that I will say where like I'm like I guess it could possibly be true is clearly Pete Davidson has some game. He was engaged to Ariana Grande. And it never came out that that was a publicity stunt. I guess that could have been, but I don't know. Does he pay these chicks? Because like these chicks are extraordinarily out of his league. All right, so he was engaged to Ariana Grande. Then he dated Kate Beckinsale, where it's kind of like, dude, can like thumbs up, man. Can you deserve a fucking applause for that? You're banging the crap out of uh, Kate Beckinsale. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, how the hell did you land her? That I don't even understand. Now, Kate Beckinsale is clearly into younger dudes. That's not like the first younger dude she dated. But, still, like, out of all the younger dudes she could have picked, she picks Pete Davidson. So clearly he has to have some game, because it's it's not like he's the best looking guy in the bunch. Better looking than me, but definitely not better looking than some other younger dudes that she could have picked. So he he either has game or he's way funnier than I even realized because I don't even think he's that funny. I think some of his uh, some of his uh, skits on SNL have been funny. I think the teacher trial one's funny, and I wonder if who knows maybe it could have been a publicity stunt. Maybe Kate Beckinsale she is into younger dudes and she sees the uh, she sees the teacher trial with Pete Davidson. She's like, you know what? People would believe this since my last boyfriend was only like twenty years old. And, you know, like, this just sparked the idea of, because, you know, he was a kid in uh, the teacher trial, and he's banging his teachers. Probably wasn't a publicity stunt. I think they actually dated, but. So, clearly, he has game. Then that would lead to, uh, well, I guess he he dated Cindy Crawford's daughter, but she's, you know, she's younger than him. Uh, but, the, you know, that leads to Kim Kardashian, where I don't care how much game he has. She doesn't seem like the kind of woman that would date a Pete Davidson. She seem like she seems like she could fake it for the publicity. Even though, again, like how much publicity is it really doing for her? She's already in, you know, headlines every day just for being Kim Kardashian. But I mean, again, this is making a lot of headlines, so clearly it's getting people talking. But there's something about her where I'm just like, no, not that. I just don't see it. You know, she's I, I only see her being into, like, very famous singers or very famous athletes and stuff like that. I don't see her being into the funny-looking comedians like Pete Davidson, especially ones that young. I couldn't picture her dating a comedian in general. But especially, you know, a doofy-looking, very young one like that. But then again, like I said, he clearly has game. Honestly, if he is actually dating Kim Kardashian, I think we need to have an award ceremony for this guy. Because how is he landing these these chicks? Like, I, I think he needs to teach a class, and I will take it. Because it, it just, it, it's making no sense. I mean, honestly, I think Kate Beckinsale is the best looking out of them all. But, you know, whatever order you want to put, Put his uh, women in. Which one you think's the best? Which one you think the worst looking? All these chicks that he's either dated or even Kim. Some people, you know, people have their opinions about Kim Kardashian. 
she's hot. People need to get their heads out of their asses. Yeah, she's clearly had a lot of surgery, but if uh, Pete Davidson's dating her, then, you know, good for him. I don't really, like I said, I'm on the end, uh, I'm on the edge of, uh, I think this is all for publicity. But for that slight chance that he's actually dating her, good for you, dude. I don't, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. I think you would have to teach me your ways. Especially, you know, I mean, you and Kate Beckinsale are done now. You could put, put in a good word for me if you ended on all right terms. But uh, anyway, that's all I'm going to talk about, the Kate Beckinsale. I'm not Kate Beckinsale, the uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson stuff, because there's not too much more to say about it. No one really knows anything about this. They went to a fucking amusement park together or something, met up in Staten Island, something like that. Uh, even if they're not trying to do this for a publicity stunt, maybe they just became friends. I don't know. Uh, in terms of them actually dating, I don't see it, but who the hell knows? I, th- I guess this is going to be a kind of a pop culture show type today. Uh, you, you, we've got a, a lot of these are pretty pop culture-y. So for the people that like hearing about that, I guess good for you. If you don't really, if you like hearing me talk about uh, female teachers bang their male students, then uh, sorry, I don't have any of those today. But there are many more in the archive that you can listen to on, you know, Apple, Spotify, even YouTube. You know, just go back and listen to them if if uh, you just want to hear about female teachers banging their male students. All right, so... Uh, First big topic I want to talk about is Jake Paul tweeting at Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid, really freaking hot model. Uh, Her mom, Yolanda Hadid, she recently just got uh, struck. That's the term I saw, that she got struck by Zayn Malik. That was, he's a dude from the boy band One Direction. And he, uh, he's either, I think he was just dating could have been engaged. I don't know. I think they were just dating. Uh, he was dating Gigi Hadid. However, they have a kid together. And Zayn thought it was a good idea to uh, take a little swing at uh, her mom. Now, that's never a good idea if you're a normal person. It's a good way to end up in jail. But when you're a famous person, a big celebrity, dating another celebrity, you're just a dumbass if you're if you're taking a swing at your uh, girlfriend's mom. You're a dumbass if you're hitting any woman, but the hell's the matter with this guy? But anyway, I thought it was hilarious. So, uh, all right, so I'll start it with this. A couple years ago, I think it was just a year ago or something, Jake Paul got into some sort of argument with uh, the Zayn Malik guy. Apparently they were at some, I don't know, hotel or something. So they, were, they were at the same place. And they get into some sort of an argument. I, th- I think from what I remember, Jake said, like, oh, you can hang with us or something. I don't know. And the guy didn't want to hang with Jake, and maybe Jake was like, oh, come on, bro. And then he flew off the handle and started screaming, and then there was one into his room, and there was some sort of an argument, but, like, Jake was on the outside of the room, Zane was in the inside of his room, something like that. I didn't really care too much about... uh that argument, so I guess I, I don't have too much of uh, the specifics there. 
But apparently he's screaming. And apparently, from what I remember, Zane was screaming at uh, Jake. And it was probably easy to make Jake look like the piece of shit there because, you know, Zane's this little, you know, skinny, douchey singer. And where Jake's just the full-on YouTube douchebag. So, you know, it's probably easy to make uh, Jake look like the piece of shit. Because, you know, he's already seen as a piece of shit to the public. He's always trolling people. He's doing these boxing matches. People always want him to get his ass beat in these boxing matches. So, you know, as soon as you see, you know, Mr. A-lister over here. Mr. A-list boy band guy. Heartthrob type of dude get into an argument with Mr. Controversial YouTuber, it, you know, it's probably clear as day for most people. Oh, we'll just take uh, the boy band, the boy band side. However, hearing that he was screaming then, and now that he has struck uh, Gigi Hadid's mom, Yolanda Hadid, I'm thinking this guy probably has some sort of mental issues, some sort of anger issues, mental issues, or something wrong with this guy. So, uh... I don't know. Jake clearly would have beaten the shit out of Zane if Zane actually struck him that night. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, now seeing that he might have some anger issues that he hit uh, Yolanda Hadid. I wonder if if uh, he end if he stayed outside the door or whatever. If he would have tried taking a push or a swing at Jake Paul because Jake would have annihilated him even without the boxing experience. That Zane guy, he's a pretty skinny dude and. Jake Paul, you know, you could tell he's strong. He's got power in him. But especially the fact that he trains to be a boxer, he would have whooped the shit out of Zane. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too. Uh, Gigi has a brother. He, she has a, a sister too. Her sister's really hot, Bella Hadid. I don't really remember her brother's name at the moment. I think it's like Anwi or something like that. I don't know, some some funny name. Uh, I'm, I'm curious if he's uh, like pissed off. I mean, I'm sure he is pissed off. I've seen that the siblings are pissed off. But um, I'm sure if he wants to, like, fight him now, you know, like, it's like, dude, you touched my mom. I have to beat the shit out of you now. Or if he's like, no, I'm just going to stay out of this. Because I have a feeling if, if um, I don't know, Jake Paul had a sister. I don't know if he does. I don't think he does. I think it's just him and Logan. But if he had a sister and the sister's boyfriend... Uh, pushed their mom. I'm pretty sure Jake and Logan would probably beat the shit out of the boyfriend. So I'm curious if uh, Gigi's brother wants to have some words or fight or do something uh, to try to get Zane back. Probably not. I doubt it, but who knows? <laughs> All right. So uh, when that happened last year, whenever with uh, Gigi and or with uh, Jake and Zane, Gigi tweeted out about it because I guess Jake was tweeting out about it. So I'm going to uh, read the tweet that Gigi uh, put out. It was February 23rd, 2020. And Gigi put out, or she tweeted out, LOL, because he doesn't care to hang with you and your embarrassing crew of YouTube groupies. Dot, dot, question mark. Home alone with his best friends like a respectful king. Because he has me, sweetie. Unbothered by your irrelevant, ugly ass. Go to bed. Well, it's funny that you called him irrelevant because he, he he's pretty relevant. There's a lot of people that, you know, he's always in the, the news for doing something. So irrelevant was just, you know, incorrect. So anyway, 
then, you know, I don't know if he responded to that at the time, but he clearly responded to it now. And I had to laugh my ass off at this because he had nothing to do with, uh, Jake had nothing to do with Zane striking uh, Gigi's mom. Nothing to do with that. You know, he's living his own life. They're living their own life. But he, of course, he had to put his two cents in. Of course, he had to. So he tweets back at that saying, your respectful king punched your mom in the face. <laughs> oh, man, that is how you were going to give him a freaking clap now. Because that, that is too freaking funny. You spoke a little too soon, Gigi. You spoke a little too soon. I don't know if you could have never seen it coming if you're like, oh, no, he would never do something like that. Or, you know, I don't know what the deal was. You clearly spoke too soon. I feel bad for Gigi and her, you know, her family, sister, mom. Because uh, you, you get these women, seem very nice. Gigi and her sister are extraordinarily beautiful. And then, bam, in the news for something like this. Like, this is not something you want to be in the news for. And I didn't, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw, someone could double check me on this. That he, Zane like tried to deny this at first. He was like, no, I never struck her. But apparently there were some witnesses. And I'm thinking if uh, Gigi dumped him that fast. And I've been seeing stories that the siblings are upset with him. There's got to be uh, some truth to this. Maybe he didn't punch her like Jake tweeted out. But he at least seemed to push her. I don't know. I don't know. Poor G- Gigi though. If you're looking for uh, if you're If you're you know, just really single and ready to mingle again, or whenever you get ready. Frankie D's here. I'll wait for you. Nah, actually, probably not. You, you seem to be in a little bit too much drama for me right now. Wait till the drama calms down, then then you could give me a call. I'll be waiting for that call, though, once the drama comes, calms down. Uh, no, I thought that uh, tweet from Jake Paul was hilarious. Your respectful king punched your mom in the face. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Alrighty. That is it with uh, the Jake Paul talk for today. You know, it's uh, I try, you know, besides the boxing matches, since those are very out in the, you know, in the news and stuff, I, I try not to just talk about him. But I thought that was way too funny of a tweet to not talk about. Alrighty. We are going to go on to uh, the next topic now. Sorry, I paused it for a second. <laughs> okay, so the next thing, another. Well, actually, I'm going to start it with uh, not pop culture, but um, it's got it's going to I guess go into pop culture because it's something that caught my eye again. So, uh, the future of podcasting. I want to talk about that a little bit. I'm unsure where the future of podcasting is going. Clearly, it's growing. It's not like oh, in a year or two, podcasts aren't going to be here. Clearly, it is growing a lot. I'm doing a podcast right now. Everyone listening to this is listening to a podcast, and if you're listening to me, it's not like I'm in the top 200 on Apple or anything. So, clearly people are just listening to podcasts, and I appreciate you listening to me. Um, From what I saw, there are over 2 million podcasts right now. So, who, who can actually listen to that many podcasts? It's not like YouTube, where there's a bunch of different topics to a bunch of different categories, which I mean there are different topics and categories in podcasts, but... They're all, you know, a lot of YouTube videos are pretty short. Podcasts are long form. So it's not like you could really just go 
from one to the other to the other to the other really fast. You'd ha- you gotta have a you'd have to have a lot of time to do that. Uh, so you know who really has all the time? And YouTube has an algorithm to help people find other YouTube videos. You have a recommended. You have the you know the little recommended bar on the side, the home. You know, there's a lot of ways to make it easy to find other YouTube videos. To find other podcasts is very hard. If you're an if you're just in a small independent podcast, kind of like me, you know, just a guy doing it in his basement, it is hard to just have people randomly click on your podcast. It's not even like you know terrestrial radio or, or satellite radio where people could just flip a dial and you know people are live, so they'll just go they'll see who's on. Maybe there's a commercial. They'll flip to another channel while there's a commercial. Even if there's not a commercial, maybe they're just not talking about something interesting at the moment. So they flip the dial. They see what's going on. A podcast, it's kind of, you know, y- you start it and you feel like you kind of either got to finish it or you just stop it and you'll never get back to it. The only way you'll get back to it is if um, it was so, if it was so interesting and you were listening it, to it on your way to work and you're like, all right, I'll finish listening to this on the way back. But then some of these podcasts are like two, three hours and it's like, how am I ever going to finish this? So there's all these podcasters, like I said, over 2 million of them. How, how can people really actually listen to them? You know, listen to them all or at least get, how can all these get a chance? Like YouTube, it seems like a lot of videos, if you're consistent sooner or later, you will get that chance to build that audience. Podcasting is way, it seems way harder. You, it seems like there's got to be more promotion. There's just a little bit more to it. And I think, you know, in terms of hosting, there's got to be more skill to it, especially if you're doing an audio-only podcast because then people can't even see you. So that means you actually have to have some talent and be interesting. I, I do see that uh, so many, a lot of people are doing video podcasts, which, you know, definitely works for a lot of people. You get a hot chick doing a podcast, clearly you're going to look want to look at the hot chick. So a video podcast putting on YouTube, bam, it works. Uh, but then I, I feel that kind of takes some of uh, some of the, like, the podcast originality away. Like podcasts were supposed to kind of be like a radio show to begin with, right? On-demand radio, that's what a lot of people said. But, you know, so many people are just taking a, you know, taking videos, putting them on YouTube now. It's, you know, it's just different. And, uh, I feel, you know, kind of, it kind of shows that some people don't have all the talent if they have to have video. Now, I think video is great for podcasts. I think if you have, I mean, now so many podcasts are interview only. It's literally just a one-on-one interview. But if you're doing a show like how I kind of do it, I like to talk about different things. And then if I would have a guest on, let's say, it would be in, I don't know, like 10, 20 minutes. So I would have already been talking for 40, 50 minutes, maybe even an hour. And then I'd have a guest on. I th- I would have no problem putting the um, putting clips up and then maybe putting the whole interview as a, uh, you know, as a video. But now it just seems like everyone just puts the whole video up. It's kind of like, well, what's the point of really listening to uh, the podcast version? And would you have been able to stay as entertaining without the video. Like Howard Stern, let's be for real, and Opie and Anthony, 
when they were on the radio, I mean, Howard ended up getting the E! show and everything, which was fantastic. It was great having the video there. But for people in their cars listening in the morning, you know, Howard, Opie, and Anthony, people were very tuned in. It was super entertaining. There's a ton of podcasts out now these days. You listen to the audio only, they're boring as hell. Even the video versions are boring as hell. But, like, why would you keep that on? I I would 99% of podcasts are boring as hell. They have nothing to talk about. They're just shooting the shit with their friends. It's like, I at least try to talk about some shit going on in the news or something and making it funny or entertaining. So many podcasts just suck. But, there are, you know, like I said, the medium's growing. I'm very curious about uh, the future. And, like, what changes are going to be. I should. That's what I should say about the future. I don't, when I say the future, I don't mean, are these going to be around or something? I'm curious what changes are going to be made. What changes are going to be made to the apps? Are they going to make it easier to find podcasts? Is it going to be the same? I know Spotify added Spotify Green Room, uh, which is live audio. But the thing is, it's not like radio. It's way too social. Where I think if people really tried making a show out of AJ, it just wouldn't translate very well. Especially into when they record a podcast. So are some of these apps going to actually make kind of like a version of radio where it actually feels like live radio? I'm very curious where the uh, medium's going. I feel like it's got to have some changes, but who the hell knows. There's so many uh, of these successful podcasts also. That yeah, I've said this before. They they have people that already have a following, like Joe Rogan, Dak Shepard, Conan O'Brien. So even if you know, e- even if they're not good broadcasters, they they have their fans, and like especially Conan O'Brien. Now I like Conan. I don't, I've never really listened to his podcast. I might I think I listened to some of the one that he had a Howard Stern on. But even if you don't think. Uh, He's doing a good job at doing the podcast. He has such a large audience that his, you know, they're going to just listen to him. A large, strong audience that they're just going to listen to him and he's going to keep making the numbers. He's going to keep making money from it. He might not grow the audience, really. He might grow it a little bit just because people will see it in the top 200. Now, I, you know, and I'm just using Conan as an example. Like I said, I haven't listened to enough of his podcast to where, you know, I could really make uh, a thorough judgment on it. But there's just so many of these people in podcasting these days that are already famous or already come in with some sort of following where it's kind of like, well, how does an, an independent small podcaster really compete with any of that? Like, a lot of these uh, YouTubers that got big, they started as YouTubers and just grew their channel. Well, how does a podcaster really grow their podcast if you have all these, uh, if you have over 2 million of them and a lot of uh, the space is getting taken up by these shitty celebrity ones? And they really aren't good at broadcasting. They're not good. You know, radio stations, both terrestrial, you know, FM and AM radio and satellite radio have tried putting celebrities on as hosts, it, it was never good. None of these hosts make, and they never have a very popular show. They, you know, uh, at SiriusXM, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm mentioning them again, but it, 
It's true. Yeah, and Howard Stern, Ovi and Anthony. Those are the two most popular radio shows at Sirius XM. And then they start adding celebrities on. Well, why would you do that? They're not radio hosts. You never heard about any of these celebrities' radio shows being big. Why? Because they weren't used to hosting a radio show. They were never able to get good at it. It's a completely different medium than what they're used to. Even other broadcasters, like they gave Oprah a show. Yeah, yeah. Oprah was well, she was a broadcaster, but it couldn't translate to radio. Uh, podcasting it's a little easier because it is only you know it, it is only on demand, and they'll probably only do an episode a week or something, an episode or two. So it's a, it's a little different. It could translate a tad bit better there, but like like I said, and I'm not even saying it's good. I'm just saying her audience will be able to find her, you know, or these celebrities better. So, I don't know. I'm just very, uh, I like, I'm, you know, I think there should be an app where if you have like a blue check mark next to your name on Instagram and Twitter, you, you, you can't put your podcast on there. It's a podcast app that only, you know, independent people could do smaller independent people. And then, uh, maybe that'll give them more of a chance. Anyway, I went on a longer spiel than I thought I was going to about that. So, the reason why I bring that up is uh, I see Olivia Jade, who is Lori Loughlin's daughter. They had that whole uh, college scandal thing. And I see she got a podcast. iHeartRadio gave her a podcast this fall. A lot of these celebrities that end up getting them because they have a large audience to begin with. Their first episode or two will throw them in the top 200 on Apple and stuff. You'd be like, wow, look at me, I'm doing well. And then like a week or two later, they're already off the top 200. Which, you know, I, I kind of keep up with these charts regularly. I'd, I haven't checked them in a few weeks now, though. And this podcast came out October 27th, Olivia Jade's. I'll have to see if she even made the top 200. Heck, she might have, and she could already be out by now. But, uh, you know, what kind of... Uh, money do they really think in the long run she could bring in who knows maybe she maybe she'll uh, surprise us maybe she'll be like the next call her daddy be in a crazy outrageous podcast and it'll stay in the top five or something or maybe her interviewing if it's an interviewing one would just be so good that you know that'll keep her up there but really she's not a broadcaster it doesn't sound like she ever had any interesting and ah, doesn't sound like she ever had any interest in broadcasting. You know, she was uh, a YouTuber. She did makeup videos and vlogs and stuff like that. And that's what she was good at. All right, let's see. Uh, there's an article about it here. I want to see if it says why iHeart gave her the uh, podcast. And it probably won't. I guess we just know it's because she's famous. And uh, we'll just see if it says what this podcast is about. Because... Why not give this chick a podcast, give her a salary for broadcasting when she probably never even thought of starting one before this. All right, let's see. Olivia Jade, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Gian, Gianuli, we'll go with that. We'll just say Olivia Jade. <laughs> Olivia Jade will be telling all this fall. Beginning October 24th, the youngest daughter of Lori Lachlan and Massimo, I can't get past this last name, Massimo Gianuli will be hosting her very own iHeartRadio podcast titled Conversations with Olivia Jade. The content creator and beauty influencer, 21, will have a candid conversations 
where no topics will be off limits. Oh yeah, we're going back to the the podcast. They're edgy, they're outrageous, off limit. It's funny how oh, so many people say that. You know, it's the internet. We could be edgy, raw, and you listen to most of them. It's like there is nothing edgy and raw in here. What are you talking about? We're gonna be off limits. <sighs> See, Olivia Jade will be smart to make a video version of her podcast or iHeartRadio or whoever would do it to make a video version of her podcast because she is really fucking pretty. Extremely beautiful. I'm sure a lot of you people already know what she looks like after the college scandal. A lot of people uh, saw her pictures. Extremely beautiful. So, you know, if she actually puts this out as a video podcast, I will check it out just to see her. So let's see, on a weekly basis, listeners can expect to hear Olivia reflecting on her personal and professional experiences to discussing everything from beauty and pop culture. Okay, I don't really have uh, too much of an interest in that. And, you know, it's funny too, beauty and pop culture, what's she going to, with the beauty, like she can't be making videos on there, right? If it is all audio, I don't know how iHeartRadio would do it. Teasing her upcoming podcast on Instagram, Olivia shared a promo photo and wrote sneak peek coming on October 18th, first episode October 24th. So there's a picture of her, there are her podcast pictures here, conversations with Olivia Jade, wearing a uh, nice leather jacket here and these interesting pants. There's these like white pants that look like, like a tire ran over them, but it's supposed to be there on purpose, it looks like. It literally looks like... A tires ran over her. There's like these black lines go on these pants. What the hell is that supposed to be? Does anyone know what that's supposed to be? She still looks hot as hell. My God. Uh, news of Olivia's podcast endeavor comes shortly after she was announced as a contestant on Dancing with the Stars milestone 30th season. Olivia revealed at a press event that she joined the ABC series to grow after her parents were implicated in the nationwide college admission scandals. Both Lachlan... It's funny, now they're, we're just going to make the, this article about the uh, college scandals because then we have no story. We can't really try to make this about the podcast because we know if we just talk about the podcast, it's really not going to be that interesting. Uh, both Lachlan, 57, and Massimo, 58, were sentenced after pleading guilty to paying $500,000 to get daughters Olivia and Isabella Rose uh, Giannulli admitted into University of Southern California as crew recruits. The longtime couple has completed their respective sentencing. Uh, Then this says, I'm super thankful for a second chance, Olivia recently told reporters of her upcoming Dancing with the Stars journey. Okay, so are we really just not going to talk about uh, the podcast at all? I'm really excited to challenge myself and put myself out. Okay, I don't give a fuck. Let's see, we'll just... Go to the very bottom here. I want to keep evolving as a person. Okay, I'm sure you will. Obviously, I wish I could go back in time and do a lot. Oh, my God. You got beat up by the media. Say fuck them. Uh, But I think it's kind of important to me now to just keep learning to see where the world takes me. Well, in a sense, it's good to see that she's trying to ignore people, but I don't know. Stop saying... Oh, I need to try to better myself. Something like that. To these people giving you a hard time, say, fuck you. Shit happened. What you gonna do? Um, anyway, 
so that's all I really have to say about that. I mean, I'm curious to see how her podcast would do. It's been out, and you haven't really heard anything about it, which, you know, that's not too surprising. That's how most of these famous people are when they make a podcast. You know, it's like Adam Carolla had the uh, good idea in the beginning. He was a radio host. One to an, then when he got let go, went to another audio-based medium, which was podcasting, and uh, was successful there. I don't even have a problem with the call her daddy chicks being successful because they went to a, uh, they went to a big company, which has a lot of other podcasts that aren't nearly as big as uh, call her as call her daddy was, and they were able to make it. It's kind of like if you got a job as a radio host, just because you got a job as a radio host, no matter morning drive, afternoon drive, whatever, chances are your show's not going to be huge, right? If you can make it huge, then that was uh, that was all you, really. But it was you had the platform to make it big. So, I don't know. That's really how you see it. You either got to be with a big company, or you already have to have a following, but... In terms of it kind of being like how YouTube was, where they're just people with their cell phones putting videos up, well, it doesn't seem like you could really just be a dude with a microphone putting your podcasts up and make it big in podcasting. That just seems to be what I see. doesn't really matter to me. I do this for fun. I've always wanted to be a radio host working radio, so I just do this for fun. But those are my observations. I just keep seeing more and more famous people get these uh, podcasts. It's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of famous people at a time were doing stand-up comedy because they just knew people would pay to hear them talk. Kind of just seems how that is too. Oh, we can't get an acting job anymore? And we'll make a podcast. We'll make some money from that. I don't know. Anyway, all right. I'm going to take a uh, trivia break. And then I will uh, get back to some more topics and we'll finish up the show. Again, If for the people listening live, make sure you give me that like. I see you guys there. I appreciate it. All right. We will uh, put this trivia break on and I'll be right back. Hold on. Let me make sure my volume is up. Okay, it should work now. All right. Trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are general knowledge, the calendar, Movies, sports, and literature. Okay, so the first question, the category is general knowledge. Perfect eyesight is given what numeric term? Again, perfect eyesight is given what numeric term? Okie dokes, going on to the next question. The category is the calendar. What month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Again, what month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Okay, going on to the next question. The category is movies. Which brothers wrote 
produced and directed the iconic 1998 movie, The Big Lebowski. Again, which brothers wrote, produced, and directed the iconic 1998 movie, The Big Lebowski? Going on to the next question, category sports. How many yards deep is the end zone in the NFL? Again, how many yards deep in the end zone in the NFL? How many yards deep is the end zone in the NFL? My bad. Okay, the next question is the category is literature. Which 1996 novel about a club where the first rule is that you don't talk about it was also adapted into a movie? Again, which 1996 novel about a club where the first rule is that you don't talk about it was also adapted into a movie? Alright, let's go through these answers. The first question, the category was general knowledge. Perfect eyesight is given it what numeric term? The answer is 2020. Next question, the category was the calendar. What month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month? The answer is October. The next question, the category was movies. Which brothers wrote, produced, and directed the iconic 1998 movie, The Big Lebowski? The answer is the Coen brothers. The next question, the category was sports. How many yards deep is the end zone in the NFL? The answer is 10 yards. And the last question, the category is literature. Which 1996 novel about a club where the first rule is that you don't talk about it was also adapted into a movie? And the answer to that was Fight Club. Okay, that's all the questions for this week. I thought those were pretty boring questions this week, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like drifting off as I was reading them. That's why I messed up on reading the one question. I don't give a fuck about sports or anything. Got to be honest with you. Uh, Hopefully next week we have better questions. I don't know. Again, if anyone wants to uh, send me something, say, hey, do this for a break while you go take a pee. I'll take a look at it. I could play it. Or if you want me to do something, I could possibly record something. I don't know. Just let me know. Okay, until then, it is time to get back to the show. All right, everyone, I am back. Hope you like the trivia. And, uh, yeah, like I was saying there at the end of that trivia, if anyone wants to me to play something, whatever, I'll play it when I'm on uh, those, those pee breaks. I didn't even take a pee that time. Just sat here, but it's all good. Could have used that break just to... Clear my mind there. <laughs> Alright, we're going to uh, go on to the last topic now. This one's actually not too, This one's uh, not just a super pop culture thing like the uh, last few topics were. This one is more of a Frankie D show topic, a normal Frankie D show topic. I saw that there was an annual lingerie fighting championship. We're using this sound effect a lot today. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I didn't even know, um, let's see, would this be called the LFC, Lingerie Fighting Championship? I didn't even know the LFC existed. And apparently it's annual, so what, it's only once a year? Depriving these people? 
only once a year. Let's see, who is the ultimate knockout? There, I got an article about this. Woman stripped down to lace teddies and nipple pasties to battle it out during annual lingerie fighting championships. Damn. See in this picture here, some of these chicks, not bad looking. Some of these chicks, eh. But all in all, I would say all these chicks, looking at the picture here, I could picture them in a lingerie fighting championship organization. That's a compliment. All right, let's see. 14 women stripped down to lace, teddies, sparkly pasties, and fishnets this Halloween to battle it out in the ring during the annual lingerie fighting championship. All right, see that? See, these women need... I've said this before. Women on Halloween... They like they women want to feel you know sexy and slutty and you know all that stuff. I've been told it by many women, and Halloween gives them the excuse. Clearly, Halloween gives them the excuse to do that for fighting too. I mean, why can't uh, WWE have brawn panty matches or lingerie matches anymore? Clearly, they said it was because of the, you know, it was disrespectful and the woman didn't want it. This and that. I don't know. Clearly, there's some woman that want it, but you got to give them Halloween to make it an excuse. It's funny in this picture here. There's let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, there's nine women in this one particular picture. Oh wait, no, no, I miss them. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven uh, females, and then there's one dude with them. I wonder he must be like uh, the CEO or something of the LFC. Let's see. The woman displayed both their bodies and their mixed martial arts training in the series of wrestling matches, which took uh, place on October, which took place on Sunday, October 31st at the FSW Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, so this says uh, both their bodies and their mixed martial arts training in a series of wrestling matches. All right, so what was it? Wrestling or mixed martial arts? They're saying both. And when they say wrestling, I'm guessing since it's saying mixed martial arts, it means real wrestling. I'm I'm guessing this isn't like WWE type. Um, the event has faced backlash over the years, but there is a lot more to the sport than looking good in your underwear, according to Sean Donnelly, the founder and CEO of the LFC. All right, so that must be the guy in that picture, uh, Sean Donnelly. Of course, there's always more. Maybe they should get some, uh, there's a fe- there's a male ref here. Maybe they should get some uh, female refs. I mean, maybe it'll make it look better for them. I don't know. I mean, these women are clearly choosing to do it, and they're getting paid to do it. So I don't know what the backlash is for. You know, if there's so much backlash, and the guy's like, I will stop doing it, then bam, these people that are throwing the backlash at them, they're going to make these people lose their jobs. Even though I don't know if it's really... Uh, a job job if it's only once a year, but damn, looking at these pictures now, yeah, they got the pasties on, their boobies are coming out, everything. Man, these chicks really look like they're fighting here. My God. It's like what you would, uh, it's like what you would picture what would happen at, you know, the uh, girls' sleepovers, but times 10. They got their, their MMA gloves on and everything. Let's see. The girls have to be able to move in the cage and protect themselves. He said back in 2016, LFC isn't nearly as brutal as a UFC fight, 
but there are black eyes and split lips. Yeah, I'm sure these chicks kick the shit out of each other. Um, let's see. Ultimately, some contestants are lingerie models, so they don't want to destroy their looks by beating each other to bloody pulps. No, I could, I could see that. During the matches, uh, the barely-dressed fighters use Muay Thai, which is a type of martial arts that includes stand-up striking along with various clinching techniques. I wonder how much these chicks train. Like, are they, you know, he said some are lingerie models. Are they lingerie models that also train, or is this something to, you know, just for fun or trying to get them some more publicity? I'd like to interview one of these uh, chicks that fight in the LFC. Sheena Bathory, who is also known as the Hungarian Hurricane, took on Shaylin in the first match of the night. Oh, jeez, the Hungarian Hurricane? Sounds terrifying. Uh, the second fight saw Lauren Cicerelli defeat Veronica Payne in a nasty battle. Oh, damn, this chick's underwear is going up her ass. Let's see, Shay, who wore fishnet tights and a leather bodysuit, is no stranger to performing in next to nothing. She is best known as Miss Nude World Entertainer of the Year, Miss Exotic United States, and a former Playboy Playmate. Well, uh, clearly I need to look more into this chick. Man, she is just a jack of all trades. She is Miss Nude World Entertainer of the Year, Miss Exotic United States, a former Playboy Playmate, and a lingerie ass kicker. Where has she been all my life? Ah, let's see. However, it was Sheena who came out on top at the end of the match. Ah, damn. Which uh, should come as no surprise. In her bio on the LFC, Sheena is described as wanting to destroy whatever who or whoever gets in her way. Damn, sounds brutal. The second fight saw Lauren Cicerelli defeat Veronica Payne in a nasty battle. Lauren grew up practicing ballet. Well, that has to be good for a UFC fight, or, or an LFC fight, my bad. You know, that's got to show some flexibility. They try to punch you in the face, you do a split real quick and take them down. Uh, Lauren grew up practicing ballet, but she developed a, ne- a taste for aggression and discipline when she joined the Marine Corps. What is, these chicks, they go from one end to the other. We're doing ballet, we're in the Marine, or ass kicking. Wow, who is this chick? Terry London fought Jojo Hammer. Terry, who used to work at Disney World as a dancer, won that round. Damn, so I, Terry London, are these fake boobs? I Someone's got to look up Terry London. They're either fake or just big. Oh, and this chick's just fighting in her pasties. She ain't even wearing a top. She's just fighting in her freaking pasties. Uh, Bella Inc. defeated Veronica Valentine. So, Bella Inc. She is the one just in her pasties. And she is pulling the hair of Veronica Valentine. She really looks like she's kicking her ass. You gotta see her face. She literally looks angry. She looks like there is nothing stopping her. And... Veronica Valentine, I am sorry. She just looks like she's about to cry. She is getting her hair pulled. She's screaming. Oh, my God. This next picture of them. Oh, my God. 
Bella, she is literally holding Veronica on her shoulders. Again, no top on, only the pasties. Holding her on her shoulders and it that mean face, literally gritting her teeth. You, you'd have to see her face. It looks like she's about to slam Veronica down. Oh my, where is this televised? Where can I watch this? Do I have to take the trip to freaking Vegas? The former dancer who opted for a green lace teddy and fishnets didn't hold back when she took on Veronica, who works as a stunt woman. While Lauren stood out in green, Veronica got in touch with her animal side in a leopard bra and black underwear. A number of women have backgrounds in dance, including Terry London and her opponent, Jojo Hammer. Terry, who used to work at Disney World as a dancer, won that round, but Jojo put up quite the fight. Damn, this chick's doing uh, a movie that looks like she's looking like an actual wrestler here. Lauren Fogel. Yeah, she's looking like she's doing a move like Jeff Hardy or something. Rey Mysterio. Damn, this looks brutal. These chicks literally look like they're beating the shit out of each other. Like, I've watched quite a bit of UFC fights, and these chicks literally look like they're going for for blood. Let's see, JoJo may look like she belongs on Dancing with the Stars, but... She is more than comfortable trying to tear an opponent to pieces. Damn, these chicks belong on Jersey Shore. One of the most daring outfits of the night was sported by Bella Inc., who wore nothing but a cartoon-inspired nipple pasties, red faux leather boot shorts, and uh, red fishnets. She is best known for training with legendary MMA fighter Dan Severn, Severn, while her opponent, Veronica Valentine, trained as a boxer before switching to LFC. Bella had no problem throwing Veronica over her shoulder before claiming victory. Yeah, I saw that. Next in the ring, Lauren Fogel won against MJ Domino in an epic showdown. Lauren wore a red leather bodysuit while MJ Domino was seen in a matching black lingerie set. How am I the only one broadcasting about this? Alright, we're towards uh, the end of this. Let's see what this has to say. The annual event concluded with the main event, a scrappy showdown between uh, Bella Madison and Bella Rockefeller. While Bella ended up on top of her opponent at one point, Bella, who started training in kickboxing and taekwondo at an early age, ended up winning the battle. At last but not least... La Scorpia defeated Volcana via decision in the final round and became the new champion. La Scorpia, who wore a pink leather outfit with fishnet tights, owns her very own wrestling school in Los Angeles. Ah, it sounds like she has, you know, an advantage here. She is front and center in bringing the next generation of fighters to the forefront, giving back an incredible amount of knowledge and energy to her sport. Uh, the LFC website explained. All right, so that's it with that. I think everyone has to go check this out. I How am I the only one talking about this? These women are not getting the respect they deserve. Come on, that's my backlash. This did not get enough attention. It's like, are people just trying to hide this from us? I, I the, the pictures that get, that stood out to me the most is Bella Inc. 
uh, fighting Veronica Valentine. The one, like I said, she's literally like pulling her hair, pulling her arms back. She Bella's literally on top of her back. Her face looks very mean. She's she's not looking bad though, and then she's got literally no top on, only pasties. And then the next one you see of her, literally Veronica is on Bella's back, and that mean face is still there. And you could tell she's just about to slam her right on the mat. Very entertaining. I need to try to find this on YouTube or something. It, was this a pay per view? Was it televised at all? I mean, this could be global. My God. Okie dokes. That is all I have to. Uh, Say about the LFC. Everyone go check it out. Get with the stupid backlash. These women clearly look like they're enjoying this. No one forced them to do it, and they're making money from it. So everyone go check them out. All right, we're at the end of the show again. I'm going to give uh, Winnie Cummings a call again, because why not? I think I, I, I think I got to switch people again. It's been, I think, more than enough weeks. Um, Let me just turn this on. Think it should work now? Is it gonna work? It's not saying it's working. Uh oh. Okay, it's working. Okay, this should work. Hey everyone, Hi. you have reached Whitney Cummings on the Good for You podcast hotline. Leave a message or a question or a statement or a tidbit or a little adorable sentence. I don't know. And I'm going to play it on the podcast. Yo, what's up, Whitney? It's Frankie D again. You know, I don't really know. There's a lot of things that caught my attention this week. One, you still haven't caught a pork roll. Don't know what that's all about. Uh, Two, some people are saying Kim Kardashian's dating Pete Davidson. Now, Pete Davidson, he's got some game. I will give him that. I said, I said that before. He's got some game. He engaged Ariana Grande was banging Kate Beckinsale. How the hell did that happen? But I don't know. I'm not really buying Kim's uh, dating Pete Davidson. What do you think about that? Another thing, I saw that uh, Olivia Jade, that Lori Loughlin's daughter, you know, the whole college scandal thing chick, she got a podcast. But, you know, what do you think of that? You're a podcaster yourself. That might have to like take you off a little bit. You'd be like, hey, this chick's trying to like get in my way. I'm supposed to be the podcasting chick. And then, very last thing. There was an annual lingerie fighting championship for like Halloween. That's what's in. Now, now I never heard it. Why do you think that's not talked about more? You, you'll have to let me know. Now, call it Pork Roll. We could have a conversation about this. It's not Taylor Ham. And, uh, all right, let me know. All right, peace out, Winnie. Alright, so we basically just told Whitney Cummings what my whole show was about today. Hope she enjoyed. And hopefully uh, she caused a pork roll. Okay. Uh, That's the end of the show for today, people. I thank you all for listening. Uh, I will plug the show real fast and get out of here. So, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Subscribe. Give me a like. Thumbs up the bell, all that stuff. Um, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, yeah, yeah, I just said, um, like if I've said, um, like a thousand times this episode, I'm very sorry, people take a shot every time you heard me say, um, this episode. So 
If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, wherever, make sure you subscribe to me on there. Keep listening. I appreciate it. And if you want to follow the uh, show on social media, at The Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Just remember The Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. All right, everyone. I am out. Keep listening. I'll be back live next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern. I appreciate it. I appreciate the listens. I keep seeing uh, to to you people listening to the recordings on like Apple and Spotify, Amazon, Pod, you know, all those. I, you know, very much do appreciate you guys spreading the word because the numbers keep growing. All right. And with that, I am out. I will catch you guys next week. Peace.